What up, guys? You are listening to I Will Cut You With Words. This is episode five. So I had to go on a slight week break because if you read the title of this episode, I quit my job. Holy shit, right? So brave quitting the corporate life to pursue my career in podcasting. Yes, psych. No, I did not quit my job for podcasting, but I did quit my sexy agency corporate marketing job. I know you all are dying to hear my perspective and what the fuck I'm doing now. So sit back, relax, and listen. Hey everyone, Corinne Simone here, your host of the I Will Cut You With Words podcast. As you heard from the preview, I quit my fucking job. I'm going to share with you all my thoughts, how it all went down, my intense fucking anxiety, and top it off, nausea issues. Um, let's see, how I ballerifically left and maybe, you know, just a little dabble of inspirational thought towards the end. And if you don't fucking care, well, there's really not much I can say other than you clicked on this and you should just listen because you're already here. And who doesn't want to hear about how a little black girl makes it in the tough world, especially in motherfucking Dallas? So you might as well just keep listening. Some of you noticed that I had to make a brief pause from recording because, well, I quit my job, as I've said a million times now, and the Mac laptop I use for recording kind of belongs to the company. So yeah, I wasn't about to drag my big ass iMac desktop into the studio. And fuck y'all, I know that sounds bougie and like a first world problem, but whatever, wasn't going to do it. But we are back and better than ever with a new MacBook Air. Oh yes, the brand new one. You are probably wondering why I left my awesome, flexible, and perk-filled job. Cough, cough. I watches, North Face gear, fucking everything we could possibly want and all that. Well, ultimately, it came down to being bored as hell at work. Yeah, it really had nothing to do with people or the bosses or the commute. Y'all, I literally walked to work. And if I walked slowly, it took me five minutes to get there. And of course, it also came down to the fact that I wanted to make more money. Like, you know, who doesn't, right? I I could always use an extra $10,000. On top of that, I'm kind of like, I well, no, I am definitely the type of person who likes to stay busy and constantly be doing something. I'm not ADD, but I'm sure my experiential marketing coworkers can definitely agree. I am fucking random, y'all. And like, To express myself through random conversations is my favorite thing to do. Like, what would you do if you were kidnapped? Or do pedophiles have to reintroduce themselves anytime a new person moves into the neighborhood? And, you know, I would say these things out loud, just kind of like standing up in the office. And, of course, the pedophile question leads everyone to look up the number of pedophiles in Uptown Dallas. So yeah, I'm pretty sure, I mean, I'm quite sure I'm a distracting ass person when I'm bored and don't have anything to do, especially at work. So, okay, I get it. You're probably over there like, Corinne, how can you just be bored at work and unhappy 
if you're still getting paid on salary. Well, guys, in the world of agency marketing, there isn't always work. And in my case, we lost one of our main accounts, the one that I was on. So therefore, my workload went way down, like way, way down. Let me think. That happened at the end of December. So I really started job hunting in like February. Man, y'all, I truly had forgotten how much interviewing fucking sucks. The applying and hearing nothing back, getting the interviews and then having the job position opening no longer be available or just be postponed. Like, bruh, I was truly getting down on myself. I think I changed my resume a good five times when I was like really fucking bored at work and over obsessing over everything. I think I was using about three different sites to apply to jobs, and that was getting to be a bit much, especially when you get those damn recruiters calling you from monster.com with these bullshit door-door jobs like, um, no, I'm not doing that. I went to college. Fuck you. I'm not going to walk from house to house. Like, no, never. Overall, I think I only did about four interview processes, which is actually pretty good considering... I was like highly, highly ready to go. You would think I'd hopefully get more interviews, but I really was kind of being a bit picky just overall. As I said, I was not going to do basic ass marketing door to door sales. I wasn't going to go stand in a fucking Walmart or Sam's Club and sell cable. No offense if you do that. It's just not for me. Fuck it. I'm bougie. I don't care. But yeah, so like I said, I only did about four interview processes with different companies and they varied from field marketing to social media management positions. I'm a low-key super nerd and happen to be very techy in case you were wondering. So don't be like, Corinne, just because you have an Instagram and a Facebook doesn't mean you can manage a company's social media. Um, fuck you. I actually have the certificates and experience to back that shit up. So yes, back to interviewing. I will be very blunt with what I'm about to say. HR hiring people doing interviews has truly gone downhill from what I can tell. Like, I get it. You don't really give a fuck about me, especially if I'm unqualified and applied and wasted your time. But I'm not. And I don't want to do any more interviews either, but, you know, that's your job. The least y'all could do, shit, the least y'all could do is play along. Like, one HR person I had an initial interview with was literally cooking in the background, y'all. Like, bitch, I can hear what you're doing. What the fuck? She even asked me the exact same question twice. I was like... Um, well, from my answer previously stated, and then I went on to repeat that answer again for her non-prepared listening ass self. Like I could tell she obviously didn't give a fuck, you know, like you can just tell. She even had the nerve to tell me I would be moving on to the second round of interviews and she would send me the details the next day. I really wasn't holding my breath. I heard from that heifer Two weeks later, y'all, at 11 p.m. at night, through an email telling me they went into, I'm sorry, not into, they didn't go anywhere. They went with another candidate. I seriously opened that shit and I was like, man, fuck you. 
I replied back very quickly with a smart reply that basically screamed, fuck you and your old ass company and the best with your future endeavors. Another thing, I am so tired of these lame ass interview questions that have truly just been overdone. Literally anyone with Google can prep for these people. They truly would not know if I was a serial killer or not as long as I answer the way I practice prior to the interview. So Corinne, how would your coworkers describe you? Well, they all think I'm an awesome and super innovative person. Tell us a negative character trait of yourself. Well, I have a tendency to work way too hard, but I am working on that by managing my time better and creating a work-life balance. Why should we hire you? Well, as much as I enjoy the large amount of bills stacking up on my counter and eating ramen every day while wondering if my lights are going to stay on, I really can push your brand's reach if you all give me that opportunity. Yeah, that is pretty much how my interviewing process went again. And again, I was over it, but then I'm sure you guys can guess it. The dream job finally showed up. Well, once I cried and felt useless and basically convinced myself my life was over. But yeah, I got the job. Now, I say dream job in a temporary way. Like, it's not what I see myself doing forever or where I would have seen myself a few years ago. But hey, today we are labeling it the dream job. It does come with a very, very nice pay increase, company car, phone, and as mentioned earlier, MacBook Air, and the deal sealer as if all of that wasn't enough. Y'all, I work from home now. You know my active wear, converse-loving blankets, four days ass, was like done and done. I did three interviews all on the phone, and within about a week and a half, I was made an offer. Y'all, that's like the most grown-up shit ever whenever they're like, okay, we're willing to negotiate with you because they want you so bad. We did do that. We did we did negotiate, yeah, and it was real. And I was scared because I was like, oh my fucking God, these fuckers are going to tell me no and I'm going to look really stupid. But yeah, that didn't happen. I got an offer. We did the negotiation part and I got everything I possibly could have ever asked for. So... Yeah, y'all know that felt fucking great. So you would think that that would be the hard part of the whole situation, like trying to find a job, you know, being unhappy at your current job and just really searching. And, you know, that should have been the hard part. But it really wasn't in my mind. I'm really good at interviews when I really want the job. So I knew I was going to get this one. But anyways, I digress. The hardest part for me was telling my bosses They had been gone at South by Southwest for a good two weeks, and it was really weighing on me keeping up the appearances. You know, like once you get that job offer, you're like, oh, shit. Now I got to tell them I'm not working here anymore. Like it it just is. It's just weighing on you like a massive gorilla on your fucking back that everyone can like low key see. Because you just have it all over your face that you don't give a fuck and that you're about to go to bigger and better places. But don't get me wrong. The few people that were in the office while the others were at South by Southwest during my interview times, they knew when I got that fucking job. Y'all, I was ecstatic. And telling, you know, boyfriend Brandon just wasn't enough. Oh, 
And you know what? You know, speaking of those few people that were in the office, shout out to the North Face team and the Blonde Squad. Y'all know them from Bitches and Maids episode. What is that, like two or three? Or maybe it's the first one. Yeah, I think that's actually the first episode. But anyways, y'all really helped a bitch out while I internally panicked and died and thought I was going to get fired for being so bored at work, if that's even a thing. I had this fear of my bosses being mad at me for jumping ship only, you know, after being there for a year. So, like, I had some mad anxiety, but the North Face squad, they held it down for me. Like, this job spoiled me so much. I felt like a traitor that I was about to quit and go do something else. I swear, I almost threw up. No, I actually did. I threw up twice trying to work up the nerve to just tell them. And the North Face team was there and they were like, Grin, just fucking do it. Oh, and Jamie too, but she quit too. So she was kind of like, do it, do it. But anyways, I have a lot of anxiety to say the least. So this was like my biggest fear of the month happening at that moment. But a word of advice, if you get a new job, do not be afraid to tell your bosses. Like just fucking balls up, walk in their office, make it seem like you just won the lottery. Like just be smiling, skip into that bitch. Like I'm coming for you guys with all this cheerfulness. And, you know, just thank them for their time and guidance while you worked there. That's all you really have to do. So many people were telling me that there was nothing to be afraid of, but I just kept imagining them telling me, to just get the fuck out the office once I told them. Like, then I would have to find some raggedy-ass box, put all my shit in it, and just walk home like a sad-ass, no-job-having bitch. No. To say the least, that definitely did not happen. They were super understanding, and it was over in less than two minutes. And if anything, they were happy for me, y'all. Like, they were truly like, I'm so glad you're really gonna, like, build yourself up and become even better. Like, you're so great, Corinne. I see great things in your future. Like, my heart was, like, shining, y'all. But, yeah, once I told them, I felt fucking free. Like, me and my gorilla on my back were skipping down the halls, drinking coffee. Like, nobody could tell me to do shit. I was like, I put in my two weeks. Um, No more projects for me. I watched so much Hulu my last two weeks. I'm pretty sure they could have fired me for being so lazy and giving, like, no fucks. My last week at the sexy marketing ad agency was interesting to say the least. Like, I will say you truly find out who you were really cool with when you're about to exit. I truly just wanted to walk out my last day and tell no one, like, tell no one goodbye. Like, I know y'all have seen that Homer Simpson meme where he fades into the bush or what do they call it? I think. I think uh, someone said this at work, an Irish goodbye. Like you just don't say goodbye. You just dip. I really don't like sentimental shit and goodbyes are in that category. Like even at the bar, like anyone who knows me, I'll just disappear and go home. And I don't give a fuck if it's your birthday party. I don't care if, you know, we're at a funeral. Bye. I'm just going to slip off into the darkness. I was surprised that I was actually sad that these people weren't going to be a part of my daily life. Let's see, like Lolo sat across from me and would listen to all my stories, no matter what the fuck they even started with. Like it could be like a poop story and she would listen. And then she would even listen to how I mentally adopted my neighbor's dog and thought about stealing him and would visit him on like a daily basis. And she just was there for it. It was so cool. Her humor gave me all kinds of life. 
Liza was just fucking entertaining and the CEO's daughter. So, you know, hey. And she was always, honestly, she was always making me wonder what the fuck happened to her as she grew up in life. Um, Let's see. We have like Brittany. She was just a fucking ice queen. And I love that people feared her, but I gave no fucks, y'all. I just was like using her hand wipes and I would mess with her desk to see if she would notice and basically just ask her a bunch of fucking questions about her bougie life. And she just kind of was like there for it. She was never mean to me. She was like, Mama Brittany. Uh, Let's see. Carlisle was just down to freaking earth with her kombucha, sambucha. I don't know how the fuck you say it. It's just weird shit that they are all drinking. And she was just super chill. Tim, oh my gosh, he was so quiet. And he sat beside me and we shared secret jokes and made fun of people all the time. But he had like this like nerdy, cute, quiet humor. And I was best person to ever sit by y'all. Javier was like my male bestie at the job. And knew every time I was hungover and he would just let me dig in his desk and take his leave and like silently die at my chair. Don't get me wrong, though. I was also flicking some people off on the way out. Like one guy that always came and went as he pleased. Who And you know what? He acted like he knew everything all the time. Y'all, that last two weeks, I straight up ignored him and basically told him that I knew he was full of shit the whole time. And he was so annoying. And I told him to his face. I was fucking proud of myself. I don't care if y'all think it's mean. I did it. Overall, though, I do feel like I left on good terms with a lot of people. Like they even got me breakfast tacos on my last day. I felt all loved and shit. It was awesome. I walked out that door feeling like a bad bitch with a new bad bitch job, but with no computer because they take everything away from you once you leave. So, uh, yeah, probably should have thought that out prior, you know, with having a whole podcast and everything. So, yes, if you feel like you're not where you're supposed to be when it comes to your career, move the fuck on. I did. Get out of there and find something you can be happy doing. And shit, you can make more money like me. Just do it. Well, with a plan, do it with a plan. Now, I won't say this transition has been easy because working from home is way different, but no one ever said that life is easy. That is for damn sure. Y'all will be hearing about my new job, more, you know, stuff, details, gossip later. But for now, I will leave you with this. Life will only change when you become more committed to your dreams than you are to your comfort zone. Now, I didn't write that, but oh shit, Corinne got hella deep for y'all. Okay, because I didn't really give any tips on how other people can get jobs. I just kind of talked about myself and that I quit my job. But you know what? I wanted to share that with you guys. So, ha, but for real. Stay tuned after the show if you want my top seven must-do job tips. Or I don't even know if they're like must-do, but they help me get a job. So you should just listen if you really want some insight. Make sure to come back for the next podcast of I Will Cut You With Words, produced every week. Uh, That might be actually changing because, you know, I am adjusting to my new dream job. But yeah, if you like what you're hearing and really just want to hear more... Make sure you subscribe, people. The best way to do that is by subscribing on iTunes or adding me to your favorites on whatever you listen to podcasts on. 
If you have a topic you'd like to hear or you have questions and things that I don't really cover very well or something, I don't know, let me know at www.iwillcutyouwithwords.com. Yes, it's long, but it's really not that hard to remember. It's my title. Don't forget to rate me on iTunes. Jeez, guys, we got to help a little black girl out. Ta-ta, putas. Talk soon. What up, fuckers? Who all want to know Corinne Simone's top seven tips for getting a job? Or at least what helped her get a job? Thanks for sticking around. So you know what? Let's just get into this so we don't make this any longer than it has to be. Number one, make a resume that is eye-catching. Add some color or find an interesting layout. Fucking Google it, y'all. They're super, you know, free on Google. You just download it and you can use the PDF or whatever and fill in your resume on a cool ass layout like it really does help people will throw away boring ugly resumes especially in marketing because that just makes me bored you know whatever number two if you're in your second month of applying or you know longer and haven't had any nibbles join LinkedIn premium I know they give one free month if you haven't already done it and you know if you already did I think it's like $30 or like something like that. I know it's a bit pricey for the premium services, but it really does give you real deal insight into how well suited you are for the job. So you're not wasting your time and filling out all these stupid applications for nothing. Like it really tells you if you should apply or not. Now, your LinkedIn does have to be updated for this to work. Number three, update your LinkedIn page. Yeah, Photos need to be the the person I'm looking at right now. That needs to be the person in the photo, not your fucking high school, you know, graduation photo or your college. Um, what is it? Graduation. I don't know. Make sure it looks like you because that really annoys me, at least when I was interviewing people or, you know, just going into it. I was like, who the fuck is this? But yeah. Update your photo skills, job dates, your details, your work done, all that good stuff. In fact, go clean up your social media too. No alcohol or risque photos or profanity. At least know where they can see it. Number four, practice those boring ass interview questions until it sounds natural. You're going to thank me later because you're seriously going to be sitting there like, oh, wow, that question didn't go well because I didn't practice, even though Corinne told me to. Number five, research each company you are applying for on Glassdoor.com, Indeed.com, and LinkedIn. Research, guys, like research stuff before an interview. It really will solve a lot of your problems. And these sites can also be used to find job opportunities and you can set alerts on them. I'll repeat, glassdoor.com, indeed.com, and the mega, mega, mega LinkedIn premium account. Number six, get some nice business casual clothes. You can never go wrong with all black. Be a fucking ninja for all I care. Number seven, understand that job hunts aren't easy and dream jobs are even harder to find. But if it's meant to happen, it will happen. Preparation goes a long way, people. If you prep, do all these things, make sure, you know, you're just happy in general and you look good. You got this. You got this.
That's all the secrets I'm going to share with you. If you have questions, go to www.iwillcutyouwithwords.com and send me your questions. Or, you know, just go to my website if you just feel like doing that. I don't care. But yes, send me your questions. And as always, ta-ta putas. Talk soon.